Hey folks, welcome to Close the Deal, a podcast designed for dealers. Uh, I'm your moderator, Jake Watson, VP of Marketing. This is uh, episode number two, and I'm joined by Rich and Nish. Fellas? Hello. I'm glad they had us back after episode number one. But then that's what happens when you're core three straight of these in a row, right? They don't have a chance. (laughs) Nish, back here for episode two. Can you formally introduce yourselves, what you guys do? If need be, I'll go first. Uh, no, I'm just joking, folks. My name is Richard Texera, Senior Vice President of Sales for the organization. Nishant Shah, EVP Revenue for the organization. We're going to be doing this bi-weekly with special guests. Uh, to start, there are going to be three episodes available. And if you have any questions, concerns, feedback, whatever it is, don't hesitate to send me an email at jwatson at snapfinancial.com. Uh, and with that, we're just going to jump right into it. So some people think financing isn't beneficial for customers and we're going to debunk that. Um, so let's just start off with like, like, you know, the obvious question, why do dealers think that? Are they so hesitant to offer financing? Oh, geez, where do we get started? So, you know, a couple of quick things here. And again, there's something that is fast penetrating, um, consumers in every single platform, right? The concept of picking something and breaking the payments out, I now see in everyday life. I, you know, not to plug other companies here, but I remember I tell the story where I bought my brand new Apple phone online about five months ago. And just as you check out, what do I have an option to do? Break up my payments over 12 easy payments per month. I see it at Canadian Tire when I go into stores. I see it literally everywhere. So clearly financing is beneficial for customers. And we're going to talk about that. What I think probably the the bigger part of the conversation should be is why is there a challenge in the home renovation sector to get to buy in into the concept of financing and i think that's what we're going to probably debunk here today or talk a lot about today and i will say this and i know it's going to be somewhat controversial i said in the first session that people are sometimes lazy sales professionals who don't have the professionalism or i would even see this the aren't as seasoned maybe as or don't have the experience i think is the word i'm looking for We'll go down that path of, least, of path of least resistance and think that, in fact, bringing up financing is going to now confuse that customer. It's now going to scare them because what does it bring into mind? Well, now I need to fill out, fill out an application. Oh, my God, this customer is going to be credit check. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, what happens if they get denied in that credit check? And now I have to like un, undo that mess that I've just made by bringing up finance in the first place. And I shouldn't have. And again, we do these things anecdotally based on evidence that isn't there we've all heard the acronym what does fear stand for right fear stands for false evidence appearing real but we do this every single day we're kind of drawn to it so our fear is that a customer isn't going to pass credit right or we fear that the application process is going to be so long that the customer just says you know what forget about it i i don't want any of this get out of my house altogether it isn't that uh, it isn't beneficial for the customers. We just haven't done a good enough job letting reps know, hey, it's okay to be fearful. And in fact, the upside of closing more customers by providing a third option, being able to increase ticket size by putting them into products and services they want or adding in various things into the rate will actually increase your closing rate, increase your ticket rate and far outweigh that one, in my humble opinion, maybe a hundred example of a customer who gets frustrated by the application process or that approval not coming in. My two cents. Okay, so so and that, oh, that's all we have we, for you today, folks. <laughs> we've established um, 
it's part of consumer behavior already, right? So this this like financing exists across many different industries, right? You can yeah. pretty much do it wherever you want now. I think I think we should have a conversation on that. Yeah. If if we can, Jake. Let's do it. Um, I think a sales rep thinking or or a sales sales professional, I should say, thinking that, you know, the the customer doesn't need financing, it it, it doesn't make sense. Right. At the core of it, it doesn't make sense. And the reason is hundred percent sure hundred percent that that particular customer has financed something in their life right right be it a car be it appliances be it whatever yeah right that they've bought so i think right off the bat you know assuming that the customer doesn't need financing or you know doesn't want financing i think right off the bat we should we should get it out of our heads right you know i was a sales rep back in the day right and it was difficult for me right because it was easy to just take the credit card, right? right? No, nothing. You just take the credit card, you you swipe it, you're good, you get out of the house, right? right. To Rich's point, get the sale and leave. It's like path of right? least resistance. Path of least resistance. Yeah, right. But what I realized was I was losing certain percentage, right, uh, of customers because they just didn't have the money, right? Right. And if they don't have the money, guess what? That credit card ain't coming out of their pocket to pay right. me, right? right. So um, it was difficult. It's a change. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's a change that needs to happen because there's a couple of things. One, you know, to Rich's point, closing ratios go up. On average, they go up 10 to 15%. Uh, that's the stat in the industry has been around for 10 or 15 years. Because a customer can now get the thing that they really Correct. want. Correct. Uh, and we facilitate that. So that's, they're happy about it. It's like, I'm happy to make this purchase. Correct. Right. right? So that, that's number one. And then, you know, we talk about average tickets, right? And we say, hey, for any sales rep, if they could do less work and make more money, they would take it. They would take that job, right. right? But how do you get there? It's not that easy. It it is by offering payment options and and be it you know give them all options. We're not saying just offer financing. Give them all options. But if you don't give financing, it's a disservice to that customer and to yourself because you're leaving money on the table. Because you're leaving money on the table. Right. You know you go from um you know eight thousand to ten thousand, right? To ask someone to put in two thousand extra dollars on their credit card or by you know by check or whatever it is, that's a big amount. Mm -hmm. But to say, hey, it's going to be from eighty dollars to ninety five, it's fifteen bucks above, you know more per month. But you get the Cadillac of all Cadillacs. Why wouldn't the customer right. do it's it? It's a no brainer, right? So it's so I I mean, would it be fair to say then that 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 dealers who offer financing are also the dealers who are growing the fastest? So, so we have a stat on that, right? Dealers that have that offer financing, their average tickets are typically anywhere from fifteen hundred to twenty five hundred dollars higher. Right. Just as as an average across the industry, which is like twenty five percent roughly. Right. Think, on average, think higher. about your revenue going up, your right. earnings going up by 25 percent because all you did was offer a monthly payment to the customer. Right. We understand not everyone's going to take it. It's just it's not possible. Right. But to not offer it just doesn't make sense. To put that in perspective, most sales targets from sales reps are either unit based or overall sales revenue. And I just want everyone on this call or on this call on this on the podcast, just to imagine, assume no change in your sales at all. Just envision this world where every sale you make existing, the overall ticket price of that goes up by 25%. So instead of a $4,000 unit, it's a, you know, it's a, uh, a $5,000 unit. 
right? I can, you know, everyone here can do their own math, but just imagine your ability to hit targets just simply by being able to increase the overall ticket size of that, which is what financing is what it provides. But, you know, to go back on this, you said, you know, the challenge with financing is people still look at it as something that needs to be sold. And I can only imagine this is what probably people thought of credit cards when they first came out decades ago. Like, oh my God, I have to sell someone to use a, a card. credit card. Yeah. A disruption to an industry and people take a while to adopt to it. And I feel like that's when it comes to home renovations, I feel like that's where we're in right now. Because I'll tell you right now, if you're in the auto industry, you can't make a sale unless you're offering finance. Right? Oh, it's, it's like the it's, norm. I you start to, with that, right? I completely agree. Like I look at, you know, I'll talk to people in the network and they'll look at you kind of with your head turned if you don't accept, like you don't ask for financing. Like if you come in with cash, they're saying they're going like you're the greatest. What? Like yeah. they're going to build a statue in front of that dealership. But the point is, it's like there's certain industries where this has become accustomed to. Our goal with these podcasts and these conversations to tell this this industry that we support and love so very much that if we take the moment and we look at financing the same way we look at the auto industry does or many other industries out there do, it's it's what helps people absorb the cost and actually manage their lives. I think that's a that's a good point, right? So. You talk about monthly subscription services, right? Um, here's, here's a quick kind of anecdote. People's cell phone bills mm-hmm. are on average about 100 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Okay? You can finance up to $10,000 for less than $100. <laughs> so so just, just, that's just a crazy right. stat in my opinion yeah. because, you know, People gladly will pay Rogers and Bell and all these guys $100 a month for a cell phone plan, right? But then when it comes to their home Mm -hmm. and the home improvement, if we don't offer that same plan to them, like it just doesn't make sense to me. And and, and that's that's the point, right? I think that's important to kind of note because... If we don't offer financing, you're doing a disservice, like I said before, to the customer and to yourself. So, so let's go back and recap. So consumer buying behavior, check, right? This yep. is part of consumer behind, buying behavior already. It's the norm. We see it across multiple it industries. Absolutely. It's part of the norm. We also know that um, you know, dealers who leverage financing, their close rates go up, right? We've yep. established that already. Okay. Empirical, 100% proven, absolutely. Right. Okay, so, so then... What are we doing to help them kind of get over that barrier? It's a couple of things, Jake. I think one, it's the way we talk to dealers now. Financing has your go-to option first, I think is also going to be very challenging for people as well as they look to continue to run um, you know, profitable businesses downstream because that's going to be the competitive advantage, I think, that pulls people from one dealer to another. It's like, what's their monthly option? Uh, so I think that's one. I think it's bringing different people to the table, having conversations, and two, changing the way we train and set out the expectations and conditions of success to dealers from day one. Which is why internally we revamped our whole structure to support that, to actually embolden that and revamp training and brought in someone with an actual educational background and teaching people and having those individuals look at it and, and, and asking the question, what do you need from us to help you sell this? 
How can we adjust our training to you versus saying, here's the same training session I've given the 15 different dealers and 15 different verticals and 10 different provinces. And it's a, you know, one size fits all versus our approach, which is let's tailor our needs to how our dealers learn and will absorb this. And that, that to me, I think is where it starts. And, and three, continuing the great work in terms of informing consumers of their ability to, to finance. I think one of the other things that uh, we've done this year is is expand our sales team, yep. right? Um, so that each and every dealer has a point of contact for support, right? Um, that's our commitment on our side for our dealers, right? For you guys. And uh, that's already in place. Uh, we continue expanding. Um, the other part is just providing all the marketing support, right? And Jake, you know, Jake leads marketing and <laughs> all he's been doing this year is like creating the pieces that are needed by the market, right? Not what we think they need. Right. It's what they need is what we're creating. Yep. By the way, if you have any marketing suggestions, that's Jay Watson <laughs> at snapfinancial.com. <laughs> but you know what's fascinating is that people want this. Your average Canadian having $5,000 in their bank, which means we're letting people put stuff on their credit card that we know they ain't paying down next month, a month after, which means they're not going to be hit. God only hopes that they have a sub 20% interest rate, but chances are they don't. They're going to be hit with minimum payments now that are compounded interestedly or, or compounded monthly with interest rates of around 20% that they probably won't pay off for 10 years. And at the end of it, we'll pay 20% in interest just to knock it down. So where's the opportunity missed? You know, so, so we say, you know, it's the path of least resistance, but Really, if we're saying, you know, we know customers want it and we know that your close rates are going to go up because you're able to offer a customer something that they couldn't normally get. Right. So if we know that that like where is the missed opportunity, how do we help dealers like find those opportunities and capitalize on them? So I think I think it starts with just putting a monthly payment option on every single quote. Right. Just start there. Right. Put it in front of the customer. You don't even have to talk about it. Right. Just put it in front of the customer saying, hey, here's the cash option and here's the monthly payment option. Mm -hmm. Let them ask you questions about the monthly payment because right. inherently they will. Right. Right. That's step one. Just every quote, make it a habit, put it on there. I feel like that's got to be the best training you could get because then you're going to start getting questions from consumers that are going to be repeated Correct. over time, right? Correct. And, and, and you patterns. get comfortable, right? Because right. you will start answering. And if you don't know the answer to that question, give us a call, give your account manager, your, your business development manager a call, and we will help you. That is our goal is, is on our side, we are here to help you guys, right? So just give us a call and we'll answer the questions for you. So for the next time that a customer asks you the question, you already have an answer. You're armed. You know, I'll go back to something I said on uh, the first podcast. And issues bang on. Like, listen, guys, let's not, and gals, let's not overcomplicate it, right? You know, there's, we can quote Wayne Gretzky all day. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. It's a perfect example. If you don't speak about financing, then financing doesn't become a discussion point. You know, sales is a lot about mirroring people and mirroring people's attitudes and personalities. And it's a reflection of kind of, energy for lack of a better term and i know this sounds cheesy but one to nish's point it's just it's bringing up the conversation but we also talk about features benefits and advantages on the first one knowing three of each right for me a feature of a financing uh, platform is that cat that money that otherwise would now be out of my pocket is now still growing 
can go towards other things, can go towards my RSPs, can go towards my RESPs for my child, can go through my tax-free savings account to go down and pay down. Like it, the what we're doing is freeing up money and that in of itself is an FBA just from a financing standpoint. And I think that if we practice that on top of just mentioning it, the close rate happens better. Well, yeah. financing, well, tell think, me a little bit about that. And then being able to go into a very, very quick conversation. That's not, and folks, not complicated. You know I what think, your interest rates are and go from there. I think there's also this point where everyone knows most consumers get three quotes. Okay. There's a high likelihood that one of them is going to be the company that offers monthly payment. So if you don't offer it, you're inherently at a disadvantage, right? So just put it on that quote. It's simple math. Just put it on the quote. We can help you with that math. No problem. But just put it on that quote and see what happens. And embrace the conversation that comes from it. Uh, and again, they might ask you because there's going to be some questions. Well, what's my interest rate? And and again, that goes back to, well, cash is easy because I don't have to answer any questions. Credit cards easy because I don't have to answer any questions. Well, I might have to ask one or two, answer one or two questions. And I think it's that fear, that false evidence appearing real that makes salespeople go, well, hold on a second. I don't want to bring something up if it's going to bring up a question that I don't feel I can answer, which now results in me losing the sale and the person walking away and my sales manager losing on me. And my, my you know, and, and when we create this whole rabbit hole of stuff that's going to happen because we're fearful of a conversation that's going to be brought up. Yeah. And like I think everything else, there's one or two objections or questions they're going to ask you. And as long, and I go back to what Nish said, as long as you take the time to know your product, familiarize yourself with your rate card, or talk to your rep, you'll be fine. Those questions are very easily answered. Yep. I mean, to me, it's, it's about maximizing the purchasing power of your customer. You know, offering financing allows them to stretch their budget and, and maximize every single dollar. Uh, You're bang on. By the way, I go I go even one further. It's about maximizing every lead or opportunity that you have. Right. Because listen, we're we're not we don't have monopolies. Last time I checked, number of dealers unfortunately don't have monopolies in their industry. So you are competing to Nisha's part against other dealers in your space who have figured this out and actually stopped looking and have stopped looking at financing as a barrier to entry. Versus like a, a tool. pivotal gateway you need it's, to go through yeah. as a tool. Exactly. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Oh, Thanks for all your insight. Folks, uh, if you haven't already, check out the Great Canadian Dealer Showdown, dealershowdown.com. Start submitting your volume today. It's a free program uh, that opens up opportunities to win up to $15,000 of cash. Uh, there's weekly, monthly prizes. Start submitting your volume today. Uh, there's also the All-Star Dealer Alliance. Um, if you don't know about it, get in touch with your BDM and uh, to learn more, and we can give you some more information about that. Um, we're here for you, our valued dealers. If you have any feedback, questions, concerns about the podcast or anything else, don't hesitate to email your BDM or me, jwatson at snapfinancial.com. Guys, it's been a lot of fun. Looking forward to podcast number three, which is coming up next. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you.